Welcome to HealthCast, the heartbeat of health IT. I'm your host, Sarah Seibert. Suicide prevention is the number one clinical priority at the Department of Veterans Affairs. The agency recently announced a new challenge they call Mission Daybreak, which is part of VA's 10-year strategy to end veteran suicide through a comprehensive public health approach. The $20 million grand challenge calls on everyone, veterans, researchers, technologists, advocates, clinicians, health innovators, and service members, to develop suicide prevention solutions that meet the diverse needs of veterans. Today, we're joined by Matthew Miller, VA's Executive Director of Suicide Prevention, who will dive into the complexities of veteran suicide and discuss how the agency looks to expand its prevention efforts through solutions like lethal means safety and emerging technologies like artificial intelligence and machine learning. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Miller. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Appreciate the opportunity to talk about suicide prevention. Yeah, so to kick off this episode, I'd like to learn more about the technologies you're leveraging to support your efforts. Uh, So how is VA using emerging technologies like artificial intelligence and machine learning to streamline veteran services like your veteran crisis line? I think there's, I mean, this is an area where there's a lot of opportunity and there's a lot of unknowns. And so what we're trying to do in the VA and then VA suicide uh, prevention is maximize the opportunities while also uh, being mindful of uh, the unknowns, mitigating the risk associated with the unknowns and uh, spreading and disseminating lessons learned and best practices from what we do. I think uh, one exciting opportunity we have to further our knowledge of and implementation of AI ML related sorts of possibilities is through our mission daybreak. grand challenge. It's a $20 million grand challenge, and it's focused on innovative applications of technologies like those that are founded upon AI or ML, uh, specifically toward preventing uh, veteran suicide. So looking forward to uh, what innovators uh, come up with uh, in that area and are able to propose as part of Mission Daybreak. Yeah, that's definitely exciting. And I had a question set up later in the episode to discuss Mission Daybreak, but we can jump right into it now if uh, you provided a great transition. (laughs) Great. So how will this effort accelerate innovation around suicide prevention and what's the strategy behind that? Yeah, so a lot of um, a lot of a lot of ways for getting things done. At least for me, uh, over the last two or three years in the VA, has been through your own staff and internal processes, like what we have in um, Veterans Health Administration, uh, or through um, a contract buying. Uh, the service or buying um, the product. So I would have a lot of people coming to me, companies coming to me and saying, hey, we have this great idea. And uh, what do you think about partnering together to do this? 
and the idea sounded great, but it's a little bit like, um, imagine that you are uh, at your house and someone comes to the front door, knocks on the door and says, I have this great idea. Are you interested? Well, so what are you comparing it to? How much does the cost compare? How much does the function compare? Are there better opportunities that you're not aware of? That's the problem that we often ran into. So what Mission Daybreak does is it provides a forum. It provides um, a place, literally and figuratively, for all innovators to have the potential to come together and to make proposals and to follow through on the proposals by, by implementing in a meaningful manner to test their particular project or proposal. So what we put out there was, what do you have? What ideas do you have? And not just ideas, but then ideas converted to implementation for reducing veteran suicide at least 10% within a very short period of time, like a year. And by doing that, we had, what, I, I wanna say over 1,300 applications for uh, the grand prize and the challenge. And that really allows us then to, to get everything kind of together, wrap our arms around it and start taking a look at great ideas. Yeah, that's a great layout. And I'm excited to see what comes out of uh, that mission. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> so how does this challenge align with VA's overarching national strategy for preventing veteran suicide? Uh, suicide prevention is the top clinical uh, priority within uh, the VA. We're working to support all veterans, not just veterans who are in VHA care, certainly veterans who are in VHA care, but beyond those who are not in uh, our uh, medically clinical based care, if you will. So to reach all veterans with innovations and um, options, this allows us to uh, expand a bit beyond the typical um, reach that we would have and uh, find, find solutions. Yeah, that's great to hear. And I know as VA and industry now uh, works through this challenge, uh, there's some barriers that come up so what are some of the ways VA is looking to improve firearm safety with approximately 70% of deaths by suicide uh, resulting from gunshots? Yeah, so death by um, firearm with suicide is uh, the number one lethal mean, as you said, 70%. It's, uh, it's far away, uh, the leading um, lethal means. A lot of people have asked me if, if you could do just one thing and focus on one thing for suicide prevention, what would it be? My answer would be lethal means safety, particularly around firearms, since it accounts for 70% of uh, suicide. So what are we doing? I mean, I'd like to think we have a multi-pronged approach. 
to address uh, firearm and firearm safety in the context of suicide prevention. Um, we are engaging on one level media and using messaging campaigns that focus on safe gun storage during times of distress and crisis, using trigger gun locks to provide time and space between a veteran, the firearm, and ammunition during certain times. Uh, our Keep It Secure campaign called that started in September of 2021. And since it's, uh, it's gathered over 1.1 billion impressions, over 750 million completed video views, and 12 million website visits. So venturing into that area of uh, media, and, and actual campaigns has been a new area for us. And the partnership with the National Shooting Sport Foundation has been critical to the success, I think, of our media uh, campaign. We've really been focusing on this as well within our governor's challenge and our community-based intervention approach. Uh, we have 48 states and uh, five territories currently um, involved, signed up, participating in our governor's challenge. There's three broad goals for every state or territory that's, um, that's participating. One of the three goals is increased lethal means safety and safety planning specific to the state and uh, the data within the state. So those are some areas um, where we're addressing lethal means safety and the issue of firearm uh, related suicide. Yeah, that's great to hear. I was actually at uh, DAV is the Disabled American Veterans National Convention last week and spoke with their legislative director, Joy Elam, about mm -hmm. suicide prevention. Uh, and she was talking about, you know, just reducing the stigma around guns. Mm -hmm. Like if you're having a problem, it's not necessarily we're going to take your guns away. It's we want you to have a safety plan in place. So it's great to hear that you're aligning with that as well. Yeah. And that's, I mean, even five years ago, that was, uh, that was an issue even within the VA and, and VA care teams and providers saying, oh, can I, can I ask about that? Can I, can I go there? And following the science and the data with how important it is to go there and how safety planning and lethal means safety within safety planning saves lives. We, we are much more open to, to going there than we were uh, just a few years ago. That's great to hear. And I look forward to seeing how some of those programs play out. And you just brought up uh, science and data. So uh, yeah. I know that VA will be releasing its National Veteran Suicide Prevention Annual Report in September uh, for the past year. So moving forward, where will VA look to expand suicide prevention efforts? Using this information, are there any projects in the pipeline that we should keep an eye on? 
Yeah, I think uh, to keep an eye out for uh, our don't wait, reach out uh, campaign during uh, Suicide Prevention Month. It's been running here for uh, the last year, but updated and uh, heading into some new areas and um, modalities for uh, Suicide Prevention Month. It's a collaboration with the Ad Council, and we're gonna launch another phase of PSAs and social media uh, during September. This particular campaign is focused on seeking help before a crisis occurs and destigmatizing uh, help seeking for veterans. It will be in addition to our Keep It Secure campaign that I referenced earlier. Uh, here soon, uh, keep an eye as well on the Staff Sergeant Parker Gordon Fox Suicide Prevention uh, Grant Program. These grants will enable us to provide resources for community-based suicide prevention efforts and their service uh, to veterans and their families. Uh, we're looking forward to awarding um, numerous community-based organizations that uh, successfully applied uh, here this year. We're rolling out and continuing to implement 988 in the Veterans Crisis Line. As many probably know, 988's the new national three-digit crisis intervention emergency telephone number for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. And it's the same Veterans Crisis Line people have known and come to trust. You just press one. Uh, when you uh, receive the prompt after dialing 988 and you're automatically connected to us at uh, the VCL. We're going to be doing uh, and expanding our research efforts, particularly related to lethal means. We're going to be working with the VA's Office of Research and Development to advance suicide prevention uh, related science that melds uh, the science with clinical operations and priorities. I think a good example of some work I'm excited about there, development of an emergency department, lethal means safety intervention. So those are some uh, big things on the horizon here as we go into the fall. That's great. I look forward to seeing how that all unfolds and watching your successes. So as we close out this episode, are there any final thoughts you'd like to add or anything we missed? Hmm. Well, I, I think that um, we're going to continue to uh, look at AI and, and ML in terms of how we can, how we can better serve veterans as part of that. So uh, continuing to expand and, uh, and uh, explore opportunities for that. And I think programs like this that help people to better understand the possibilities uh, within that. And uh, it helps to demystify it a little bit and helps get people thinking about how it might be applied to something like suicide prevention. 
I know the first time I heard it, um, I said, how would artificial intelligence or machine learning have anything to do with suicide prevention? We started talking about, well, uh, how could machine learning be used to go through just the, the thousands of pages, either literal or electronic, of documentation that would help us to understand patterns and themes and indicators within veteran responses on the veteran crisis line that could inform training, that could inform risk assessment, that could save lives. I hadn't thought of that. So I appreciate conversations like this that let us uh, think creatively and expand possibilities. Yes, yeah, so do I. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I look forward to watching some of the new solutions that come out of Mission Daybreak and your other uh, programs that you have in the works. Thanks so much. Thank you for tuning in. And if you enjoyed the show, please follow us on your favorite podcast app or listen to more at govciomedia.com. Until next time. HealthCast, along with GovCast and CyberCast, is a production of GovCIO Media and Research. For more podcasts and to check out the other shows, head to govciomedia.com. Watch out for new episodes released every Tuesday and Wednesday across our shows. You can follow all of them in your favorite podcast platform. And if you like what you heard, make sure to let us know by leaving a review. And if you have any topics you think we should look into, contact us at newsletter at gcio.com.